Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Kirsten Greggs of Trap Recruiter, LLC. I am very happy to be joining HR Gazette with this very special mini-series of a Talent Acquisition Week recap. I am excited to be joined by my first guest, Karen Mignanelli. She is the Senior Vice President of People and General Counsel for Global Strategic Management Institute and also the Talent Acquisition Week event director, hailing from the great and sunny San Diego, California. Kara, please introduce yourself to everyone. Hey, thanks, Kirsten, for the wonderful introduction. Uh, It's my pleasure being with you here today. Um, Thank you for inviting me to share a little bit about our event. Um, So yes, as you had mentioned, my name is Kara Mignanelli. You got the pronunciation spot on. Nice work. (laughs) So I am the event director for Talent Acquisition Week, and as you said, SVP of People for GSMI. Uh, I wear a lot of hats within the organization, as I also do serve as general counsel, and that's because I'm a recovering attorney. Um, I served some time in civil litigation, (laughs) and while I am not involved in that so much, so more anymore, but uh, I am still interested in labor issues, you know, uh, a lot of cases that I worked on dealt with the employee-employer relationship, uh, which I was primi- primarily interested in. So prior to attending law school, though, and embarking on my legal career, I did work for an organization that hosted conferences for public agencies, uh, including HHS and DOL, Department of Labor. So that's actually where I learned all the things that go into planning and hosting professional conferences. Wow, that is a great way to connect all of your passions and your skills and experience together. I This is the first time I'm hearing that, hearing your career journey. So I am very impressed to myself. For, for those who are not familiar, can you provide an overview of GMSI and then Talent Acquisition Week and also how Talent Acquisition Week came to be? Absolutely. Yeah. So GSMI, um, We are, I'd say, a leader in professional educational events and trade shows as well. Uh, Since 2008, we've been creating environments where people can develop connections, share new ideas, and engage with industry platforms and solutions. Over the course of the years, we've created over 50 conferences and summits, including the nation's leading and longest-running conference on social media strategies. Uh, It's been running for over a decade, Social Media Strategy Summit. Uh, in fact, so it was 2011 when we had noticed to, we'd started seeing a lot of folks attending our marketing conference, but they were coming in as HR directors with you know HR titles, recruiters are coming to a, a you know a consumer marketing event. So that was 2011, and, and really that was the reason why we created the Social Recruiting Strategies Conference for TA professionals. Um, since then, we have added other events, including the Employer Branding Strategies Conference and Talent Sourcing Strategies Summit. So it was about, it was back in 2020, January 2020, when we officially launched Talent Acquisition Week, bringing all three of those events together to provide the most comprehensive learning experience in the industry. 
It provided an opportunity for organizations to send multiple people from their teams so they can attend various sessions uh, and different workshops, you know, all at the same time, same city, same location, and then come together and kind of share their ideas and learning. So obviously things changed, Kirsten, as you know, spring 2020, <laughs> everything got turned upside down. And we began hosting TA Week virtually for reasons that we don't need to mention. Yes. But, you know, it really was very surprising to us. You know, we had, you know, we had a pivot completely, obviously, as many companies did at the time. But surprisingly, it created a lot of opportunities for us. Um, I think utilizing a virtual event platform has allowed us to expand our content um, in a different way and, you know, provide additional information. We went from, you know, a two to three day event to a five-day virtual event with the flexibility of the scheduling and the platform. And it allowed us to really hone in on focus in on a lot of issues and give them you know, the time and attention that they deserve, like adding an entire day, <clears throat> excuse me, for DEI focus sessions and panels and discussions, as well as data analytics. So really when you look at talent acquisition week, it is three events in one, bringing sourcing, recruiting, and employer branding decision makers together for networking and learning. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. So you pretty much answered my next question, but I do want to ask it anyway, because I think that there's even more that you can add on to what you just said. What differentiates Talent Acquisition Week from other GMSI events and then from other talent acquisition conferences? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say looking at Talent Acquisition Week, I think it's, it's very unique in that it's an independent talent acquisition event offering you know, a really comprehensive attendee experience. I mean, there are a lot of vendor events out there and some of them are really great. Um, but, you know, we're not a vendor event. We have great partners, event partners. We have wonderful exhibitors and sponsors that support us, but we have an independent message and voice. And our goal is to support the industry and the growth of talent acquisition professionals overall. So I think that's that's what I would say with regard to, you know, what's special about it. Um, it is really fun, you know, covering the entire life cycle of talent attraction with sourcing, recruiting, branding, and we get into all sorts of other things with recruitment marketing and candidate experience. So um, we cover a lot. <laughs> you absolutely do. And five days of full conference information, uh, I am in awe of how you pulled all of that together and kept it moving. And like I said, every day just seemed to be better and better and could have very easily stood alone as their own conference or their own day. Like each day could have just stood alone. So I was very, very impressed by what you pulled together. Speaking of, is there one piece of advice you could share or some guidance that you were given when you set out to organize, say, the first talent acquisition week? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, <laughs> I've never really had specific advice on planning and executing events in general. Um, there was a lot of go figure figure out how to do this. 
um, put this together. Here's an idea, make it happen, right? You know, draft an agenda, put together a program, figure out who the thought leaders are on this and that and the other thing. So, you know, maybe there was some trial and error involved in the early days of my events uh, management career, but I have learned a lot along the way. Um, I mean, obviously in-person events are an entirely different experience than virtual, but considering we just had our virtual event last week, I think, you know, one of the challenges that I've learned a lot from with regard to virtual is, uh, you know, over the last three years is, you know, how do we maintain that engagement? I mean, obviously it just changed the way we communicate and the situation we were in presented new challenges. So, I mean, we are lucky in that we have a really great user-friendly uh, event platform that really does allow attendees to connect with other participants, not just see them in the chat, but you can pop in, do live video chat in the networking lounge area, so you can actually see them. Uh, the sessions are all live broadcast, which is something that you know is different for TA Week than some of the other industry events that even GSMI runs that I have other producers working on. I prefer to go live, have the live broadcast because then it allows for and you've experienced it, that active and live engagement, you know, the Q&A with speakers is really an invaluable thing for them to be there and respond in real time and not just respond on the chat on the platform, but for you to see them and hear them uh, is just, I think it's an immeasurable benefit. And all of the participants, you can pop in and see all of their profiles. Uh, so you can view that, you can direct chat and message one another. So we, we really worked hard to try and you know, promote those opportunities for engagement to grow your network throughout the week. And we have, you know, we have received a lot of positive feedback. Of course, there's always room for growth. You know, we're always looking for fun and interesting ways to encourage uh, networking. We hosted a really fun HR cahoots game with one of our event partners uh, this time around, which was awesome. Oh, yeah, you played. <laughs> I, I played and I may or may not have won one of the. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yep. We won't reveal the the winners on this uh, this podcast today, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean we have we've heard all sorts of feedback, and especially last week it was really interesting to see because people have been through this for three years now, and they've gone around and they've tried webinars and conferences and all of the different formats, and we do hear like this is the best virtual event that we've ever attended. I, I have heard that. And that's awesome. That doesn't mean there isn't like room for growth, you know, with as with any live event, I would say there's always things that come up or, you know, maybe go wrong. So the advice I would actually give to anyone else running a conference or trade show live event, whether it's a virtual webinar format is to just remain calm and try and find a solution as quickly as possible. Because I mean, the truth is all you can do is prepare, but you can't, you can't prepare for the unknown and something's going to happen. Um, I hate to even say it, but the mantra, you know, the show must go on is a great frame of mind when you're executing a conference. I know there may be some hiccups along the way, but if you are prepared and, you know, you have a great team, obviously don't do it alone. We have an amazing staff operations and other producers and folks that help us execute things on site and virtually. Uh, so we just try and focus on, you know, how can we make this a great experience for the attendees as well as the speakers and obviously all of our partners, media partners, sponsors and exhibitors, we want them to get the most out of it uh, as well. Yes, absolutely. And it was very engaging. I can say that as an attendee and as a participant. So right. in your opinion, 
What is the biggest misconception or misstep when organizing an event specifically for talent acquisition professionals? um, That's a great question. I think it's such a unique industry. It is a very tight knit group. You know, a lot of people run the circuit, you know, they go to all the different events throughout the year and they're very opinionated on what's working and what's not. But from a production perspective, looking at how do I provide the best learning experience for a TA pro? I would say, you know, one interesting thing about organizing events for talent acquisition in general is that the event itself changes and adapts to the market just as talent acquisition professionals do. So even as speakers and topics are confirmed months and months and months in advance, the program does remain fluid and responsive to the current labor market. Um, it's, it's not that we just put something out there and we don't change it. I mean, things change dramatically within six to 12 months, as you've seen this past year. So we work with speakers to update their topics and presentation and content based on what's happening for when the event actually runs. Um, so, you know, sometimes the event from day one to the first day that it actually runs would look a lot different than it did originally. So, but I think that's important. And most of the speakers that I recruit and, you know, work with to deliver their content, uh, they have that awareness and they want to make sure that everything they're providing and the information is relevant at the time of execution and delivery and they're providing, you know, the most up-to-date information. So I would say that I'd say it's always changing and growing what the event is. Love that. So I'm going to put you on the spot just a bit. What was your favorite part and or day of the most recent talent acquisition week? Oh, please. I cannot pick one. You know that. That's a not fair question. Completely unfair. Okay. It's really hard to pick just one session or an entire day. (laughs) Um, There were so much amazing content, keynotes and panels and case studies. I mean, honestly, this was one of the first events that I didn't have a speaker that bombed. I'm going to just say that. Nobody bombed. (laughs) Nobody bombed this year, but everyone was outstanding. They really brought it. Um, Our opening keynote panel received a lot of positive feedback. It was a really nice way to start. We had Jared Neepen from Great Clips, Tracy Morris from Johns Hopkins. They kicked the week off talking about game-changing strategy. And they talked about um, providing easy takeaways and detailed insights into their strategies. They offered ideas on how every level of TA can benefit from a cohesive strategy. Other notable presentations, I would say Becky Smith from MGM. She had a great case study and it really did, I think, re and re-energize people into having, you know, faith in their similar experiences and they face the same kind of challenges that she discussed that came along with transforming TA at an organization. So she was really inspiring to many. Uh, We had a good panel on, I mean, they're all good, but a lot of positive comments with regard to uh, Kayla Washington. She is the director of Global Employer Brand and Recruitment Marketing at Gallagher and Paige Elliott. She's over at uh, Veeam Software. So they had a strong finish on day two. They had the um, eBrandCon day last Tuesday, creating their conversation was around creating talent personas uh, to enhance recruitment marketing efforts. So they talked about including, oh, starting with your people, understanding the organization's landscape and leveraging data. So I think that was very 
beneficial, that whole conversation um, to many folks. We had, I'm just going day by day now. The sourcing day was the third day. We had some rock stars, as you know, <laughs> some and a wonderful MC on that day. She was amazing. Um, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> Uh, Erin Matthew was a standout and it was the first time I had worked with her and she had a really fun, great, super informational presentation. Erin Matthews with PayPal. She had great practical tips and resources, um, some awesome QR codes to some resources linked in her deck, which everybody loves. Um, Brian Fink, you know, superhero, a sourcing legend, powered through 70 slides in less than 30 minutes. I still don't know how he did it. But he, you know, he provided cutting edge sourcing techniques that are, that are free. Everybody loves free stuff, free tips. It was amazing and fantastic information that was able to provide, you know, alternatives to traditional LinkedIn, Indeed, so on and so forth, search platforms. Um, then we turned to, so Thursday was uh, DI, diversity and talent acquisitions. That was full of a lot of great, you know, honest discussions around the state of DEI. Um, initiatives and, you know, all the challenges folks are, are facing currently, um, you know, with all the political changes that are affecting you know, Texas legislature and what's come down. We had a lot of attendees um, speaking out about that um, and asking, you know, how how people deal with that on an individual basis. Um, there's a lot of discussion around inclusive strategies for job posting and hiring neurodiverse candidates. A lot of great sessions on looking at neurodivergent talent. So it was really, really great and rewarding. I think very comprehensive discussion when you're stepping back and looking at, you know, what is, what does diversity mean? Um, so then we wrapped up the week on Friday. Who doesn't love data? We had, we filled it up on Friday. Um, there was a really nice conversation uh, about the use and impact of AI in TA. Um, Chat GPT, I mean, obviously came up a lot more than a few times. And, you know, there are other themes that were, I think, persistent throughout the week. Um, Harkening back to my comments with regard to diversity, you know, a lot of the discussion was around, you know, the importance of diversity of thought when building a team and recruiting candidates and, and what you look for. And um, I mean, I can go on and on and on. So <laughs> I don't want to rehash every single session because that is where I'm headed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a very, very rewarding program. And the really cool thing is, you know, we've had so many attendees that maybe miss a session here and there, but that's the great thing about the virtual is that it's still there. So you can revisit it and come back to those, you know, on-demand presentations and check them out and kind of you know, you'll learn something new, even if you did see the presentation last week, but you're like, oh my gosh, that blew my mind. People come back to it and then rewatch it, download the slides. And it's, I think it's just super beneficial. Thinking ahead to the next talent acquisition week scheduled for January 29th to February 1st, 2024, what are you most looking forward to? Hmm. Well, I am uh, most looking forward to being back here in my hometown, San Diego, America's finest city, as they say. Um, I dare you to come here and challenge that. <laughs> um, we should have great weather. We usually do. It was a little rainy last year, but I think it's going to be perfect this year. That's the plan. So we have great speakers lined up already, but I don't want to reveal too much. Um, so you're going to have to just wait and find out like everybody else. We're going to be publishing the agenda later this summer. 
Yeah, so stay tuned. All right. So where can we go to learn more about Talent Acquisition Week and also more about GMSI? Yeah, sure. Uh, we can just head over to talentacquisitionweek.com and check out the information there with regard to our next event. We have the registration up. If people want to you know, just go ahead and save their seat, secure their pass, um, we will be publishing the agenda, like I said, probably at the end of the summer. And um, what we do also have is, you know, for those people that have never attended a TA Week event, if you go to the website, talentacquisitionweek.com and you click on conference, you can scroll down to TA Week stories. And there, if you view stories, you can actually see a lot of um, great testimonials, images, videos, clips, um, interviews from last January when we were here. We were actually in Coronado, which is just, you know, a stone's throw away from downtown San Diego. And yeah, you can kind of get a feel for what the program uh, was last year. And, you know, we're planning on executing, you know, a great event in 2024. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kara. I know you're exhausted because you had all last week and I know you got some stuff going on this week as well. And you're actually trying to get out of town to go on your much deserved vacation. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to come and talk to me and to the HR Gazette audience so that we can learn more about the fantastic TA Week. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette? And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.